What's going on, everyone? How's everybody doing out there here on Authentic Minds, where the real seems to be uncommon? Yeah, today I wanted to uh, do a little bit something different where I'm talking about a subject I think is necessary to talk about dealing with this coronavirus. You know, we're all on lockdown. We're all in quarantine. Uh, Some of us have been unemployed due to the uh, situation at hand. And I wanted to hit on a topic of uh, depression and suicide. You know, um, you know, it's not a funny subject. And um, I think it, the reason why I wanted to talk about this subject is because, you know, when we're in a type of situation like this, being locked down, being um, inside, confined to a uh, to to our, our houses and we're limited, it's kind of like being in prison. And I, I think that, you know, some people do not um, know how to handle it. You know, they may have medical conditions. So first off, I wanted to say, um, if you do feel you need to get help, you know, do go seek help. You know, I'm going to start off by saying that, you know, don't be too big to go out there and, um, seek the help that you feel you need to seek. Call a hotline, call a friend. If you don't feel there's any friends, call a hotline. Because at the end of the day, depression is for real. It's a real thing. Uh, Suicidal thoughts are a real thing. And that's why I wanted to hop on this topic today. So I wanted to get all started by saying um, one thing I learned as humans, um, especially dealing with myself or um, in my profession, driving trucks, is that we do need things like sunlight. Um, We need outside. We need to be you know, we need exercise, things like that. And the reason why I know this, because when I'll be driving in um, in another state where it's snowing and, you know, it's, it's, it, the clouds are dark, my mood does change. Doesn't matter what, how healthy I eat. It, it's just a factor of how we are as human beings. So the fact that, you know, now many of us are locked down and then we don't have outside access to light, that makes it 10 times worse. And so I just and like I say, I encourage you guys to uh, find a hotline, you know, or, or, or somebody or 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 write in a journal or do something, because at the end of the day, uh, depression and things of like that are real. So I'm going to keep going by saying, um, you know, t- you know, now the, the good part, I think, about this whole quarantine, I always try to look into good and bad of these things is that it has caused us to stop. You know, it has caused us to take time out to really see what we really do you know we live in a society where we're taught to work 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 go 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 you know the moment we get out of school we got to go to college and then we we get out of college and then we got to go into the workforce and then when we go then at the end of our life at 70 years old that's when we're supposed to stop and so I think this time has 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 really I think for some people it's really going to help them reboot and really see what really what what what's really important to them you know why they feel so depressed because i feel like some some of us are are depressed and don't even know it you know there was a time in my life where i was depressed and and you know i didn't know how to handle it um i used to struggle with suicide thoughts you know now back to what i was saying about depression 
many of us probably are depressed and we don't even know. We don't know the symptoms. We don't know, you know, what was causing it. I always say, you know, one of the things that you could do to fight it is is dealing is, is eating properly. You know, I noticed when I used to eat whatever I wanted to eat, although I exercised regularly, I still didn't feel as good as I feel now. I eat better. You know, I stopped eating meat about a year, a year and a half ago now. You know, I drink more water. I hydrate uh, all, all the time, you know, laughing, um, trying to stay away from negative energy, doing stuff like that. And and I think when, when I begin to do that, my, my my mood started to change. You know, a lot of times we could we can kind of tell and we can kind of gauge with how we're feeling based off, you know, how, how our mood, what, what, what we're feeling like right now. And a lot of times we're not paying attention to that because we're working, we're working, we're going here, we're going there. And we're not really paying attention to ourselves. And, and right now is the time where many of us can have the time to pay attention to what's really going on with us inside ourselves we have a problem you know we're, we're sick how do we handle that you know we're, we're, we're sad how do we handle that we're, 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 we're mad we're angry we still haven't dealt with childhood issues how do I deal with that now is the time now is the time to say okay um, you, I can I can sit there I can focus on what I need to do I can focus on what what's needed to be with what I'm doing and, and I think a lot of times that's where the depression starts for some of us. Now, for some people, they may have a chemical imbalance, but I'm just speaking for just the people who don't. You know, the people who do, I think the depression comes from not dealing with those issues that we really have not overcome. You know, we're, we're supplementing with, with work or with school or going here and accomplishing this and accomplishing that, which are good things. You need to accomplish things. But if you haven't dealt with that childhood issue or the things you really inside yourself haven't dealt with, you're going to always be sitting there and be mad and be be angry. And and, uh, you know, it's just going to pile up on you, you know, and this is why I'm happy to say I've taken in myself. I've taken out in my 20s to do what I love to do. I think that's one of the things for me that helped uh, save me from the depression and the suicidal thoughts. You know, I don't I'm not afraid to tell my story because it, I'm, I'm trying to help free somebody else. You know, I, I used to love to to write. This is this is what I've done for the past 15 years of my life. You know, I've written, I've I've expressed myself. I used it to perform. And and now that you guys are in quarantine and on lockdown, you know, I encourage you guys to find your passion as well. You know, for some of you guys that are feeling that kind of way or feeling depressed. But, you know, back to what I was saying, you know, um, back when I was in my 20s, I started writing and I started using that to uh, to start getting off my chest all the problems I was feeling and all the way I was I was feeling about myself. And that kind of subsided, you know, but it came back, you know, depression is real and it kicks in and it you know for some people they don't know how to fight it you know they don't know what to do they don't know how to um how to deal with that and if you don't know how to deal with it that's another issue that's something that you have to take upon yourself 
and you have to research and you have to dig deep of why it is you feel that way. Why is it you're having these thoughts of negativity and, and you're feeling down all the time? You know, maybe you feel like, you know, you, you your parents didn't love whatever the case may be. I don't know your search situation, but I do know it's for real. And so this is the type of thing I wanted to talk about today because it's a real serious thing. I think a lot of us joke about a lot of us, you know, we think it, it, we could just overcome it. But some people, they got to, you know, they got to take prescriptions. They got to whatever the case may be. So, you know, I had this time to uh, also I'm going to say this at the end of the podcast. I had some people I, I reached out to on my Facebook and I said, you know, what is your thoughts on on depression and suicide and they gave me a few answers so we're going to go through that at the end of the podcast but right now um like i was saying um i want to elaborate you know where where does where do you think and i want you to ask yourself this question where do you think that depression and suicidal thoughts come from you know do they come from uh people's childhood experiences do they come from your parents telling you you're not good enough do they come from your teachers at school failing you when you thought you could have got good grades i mean where do you think it comes from you know think about that you know think about that while you're while you're in this state of quarantine and lockdown think about that guys um now me i believe there are two sides to depression this is just my belief on it now i'm not saying i'm the total i'm a scientist i'm an expert i never try to be i'm just giving my interpretation of what i think depression is and i think there are two sides to depression i think there's the side where people uh they feel inadequate and they don't feel good enough so in not feeling good enough they start to kind of like it's like they war with themselves and then while they're warring with themselves they don't know they they don't know how to feel so they take everything out on themselves i hate myself i don't feel good enough i feel stupid da, 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 da. and then they start they get into the state of depression i think that's one i think and i think the depression leads to suicide i think it leads to the suicidal thoughts of i don't feel good enough or you know somebody's somebody there that's dear to them has has passed away and if anybody on this on this podcast has somebody who passed away I, I send my condolences but just for the sake of the conversation I'm just I'm just making a point you know you you feel like you know your your parent or whoever you know they had cancer and they're gone and you feel it's your fault you know somebody had a divorce in their family and they feel like it's their fault and now they take it upon themselves and they say oh man you know inside they're not saying this on the outside but you're saying this within yourself and then you start to take that upon yourself and i think that's one way um that depression kicks in i think for other people i think that uh I think that it's a chemical imbalance due to them maybe growing up taking a lot of prescription pills. I think that's why pharmaceutical companies are so huge. I think that the prescription pills re-alter um, the brain, the brain cells, rewire how the brain's supposed to actually function. Now, for some people, I do believe they need to take uh, certain certain doses of medicine. But how they're taught to take it, I don't think that's true. 
And so I think there are two, like I say, I think those are the two sides to depression that ultimately lead to the suicidal thoughts. You know, I think they work hand in hand. That's just my take and that's my experience. Um, and I think that, like I say, if we feel if we if we feel like we're at that state, we need to acknowledge it. And we need to acknowledge it, especially during a time like this, where many people are getting laid off their jobs. You know, this is something that has to be addressed. And, um, you know, one thing I'm learning, for, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, is we all need sunlight. We all need uh, actual interaction with people. You know, I know we live in a digital uh, digital age where, you know, we're on our phones all the time, but that does not replace human interaction. I know for me, when I'm interacting with people and I'm out and I'm talking, I feel way better than when I'm on a phone. No matter how much I deny it, no matter how much I try to say I don't, my my actions and my 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 mood changes and I feel much more happier, you know, um, and to to also elaborate on my point, you know, to prove that we all need someone or we all need someone to help us through life. You know, we go to the grocery store. We need food. Right. So in order to have food, somebody had to stock that food. Now, we don't think about it like that, but that's just the truth. You know, if we get gas from the gas station. We had to get gas. We had to get gas. Somebody had to put uh, somebody had to drive a truck, put it in, the, put it in the tank in order for us to supply gas. So the point I'm making is we all need some kind of some kind of help somewhere. We all need some kind of interaction. We all need some kind of form of help. And we you know, some people will be like, well, I don't give a fuck. I don't I don't need nobody in my life. And those kind of people are lying to themselves because those people even need because they have to get transportation. They have to go places. They have to, you know, interact with people, even on Facebook. In order for you to scroll down, you have to you have to scroll down on people's timeline. You know, um, so that's one of the points I wanted to make. The, another point I wanted to make is, like I said, living in this social media era, I think that. um like, I know I may be repeating myself, guys, but I just want to hop on the subject of depression. You know, I think that it it has caused us to lower the it has caused us to lower the uh, the amount of interaction we want to do. So now we're since we're more in tune with our our phones and we're more in tune with uh with dealing on the computer and, 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 and doing this and working from our phones and, and working from home and da, 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 we're not really engaging with people. And I think slowly that causes that causes the idea of instant gratification, you know, instant gratification. I think there are certain cases where you can be instantly gratified and you'll be happy and that's OK. But I think to the extreme and magnitude that it's at in our society, I think that because of that is creating this world of depression, regardless of whether we're in quarantine or not, you know, and, and, I, and so, like I said at the beginning of this, and I'm going to keep reiterating this, you know, if you feel you you feel depressed, if you feel like you have those thoughts acknowledge it and put it out, you know, even write in a journal and go to somebody you can trust, you know, um, go to somebody who you, who you think 
cares so much about you, you know, even if not that, just call a hotline, you know. Also, I wanted to say, I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but I'm talking about this depression and suicide. I think a lot of times our comparison of what we think other people are causes the depression. I think that we uh, we look at somebody, we look at a celebrity, we look at somebody on Facebook, our Facebook timeline, our Instagram timeline, and we say to ourselves, their life is better than ours. So we start to compare ourselves, but it's not in a good way. It's not in a way in which I can feel better about myself. It's in a way in which I feel stupid because that I don't have what they have. I don't look like what they look like. And the reality is you were born the way you were born. I was born the way I was born. I was born, I'm only five foot eight. I can't be six foot 10. No matter how much I want to grow much more, I can't be six foot 10. I just have to accept that. And we have to, I have to be willing to accept that within myself. I know for myself, when I used to struggle, so I'm gonna, I know, like I say, I know I'm kind of going all over the place with this guys, but I want you to bear with me. Back when I was dealing with depression, the reason why I dealt with uh, depression and suicidal thoughts was simply because um, I was I was in college and I had I was dealing with a lot of migraines. Now, nobody had ever taught me about migraines growing up, how to deal with them. But I used to deal with migraines and they got worse and worse and worse over time. You know, I had I've had migraines where I've I've had them for like eight hours in one day and they just would not stop. They just keep pounding and keep pounding and they'll just keep coming. And I would have first they started like an hour uh, two hours and they just kept going and going and going and I didn't even know that a lot of the foods that I was eating like eating a lot of sugar was contribute contributing to it but that but the, actually it was and you know I had nobody to really you know teach me you know what what to do if you get a migraine you know how to deal with this how to deal with your stress how to deal with uh, how to deal with with uh the uh the the pain that's in your in, in your head you know what do you do so i had it for so long and it was going on so long that ultimately i wanted the pain to go away and 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 so that's begin to kick in with the depression and the suicidal thoughts and on top of that i was study for tests and i would fail them so i was feeling like dang like everything in my life's feeling fucked up and now I, I don't know what route to go. And so because of that, because of that, I started to have these suicidal thoughts and say to myself, well, damn, if I'm going through all this pain, I might as well end it all. And every time, you know, even when I would go to people that I trusted in, I've had people laugh at me and I got through it, you know, and, and I'm using that story, guys, to, to encourage you guys so to to give you some some guidance on what you could do, you know, give you guys something, um, give 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 you something that you could think about if you're feeling that way, because like I say, depression and suicidal thoughts is real. It's a real thing, and I know a lot of us don't want to talk about it and we don't want to acknowledge it, but it's real, real. So what I did was 
a few days ago, I reached out to a few people on my timeline, my Facebook timeline, and I asked them, um, what is your thoughts on um, what is your thoughts on on um, depression and suicidal thoughts? So my friend um, Terrell, he said, our bodies produce endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. Now, endorphins and dopamine are are used. Um, endorphins are used to reduce the pain. So if I'm working out and I'm working out all the time, um, the, eventually, if I keep working out, the pain that I once had will, will decrease. So that's the endorphins within my body. Dopamine is when I accomplish something and it increases my blood flow. Serotonin and oxytocin. I, I forgot what he said about serotonin, but I know he said oxytocin is basically when you know, you get a hug from somebody you love, like when you're a kid and you receive um, affection from your parents, that that's oxytocin going through your body. It makes you feel good. And all these and all these are affected when we're depressed. All of these are um, all of these things are affected while we're feeling in that mood. You know, there's something missing. There's something there's some hormone imbalance missing out of that. My friend Terrell also said, um, I think that that when people are depressed, they it comes from a place of trying to overcompensate. And this was something I wasn't thinking about. He said, you know, we, we we're not, you know, like if a person, a person who's an overachiever. Sometimes now, this is not every overachiever. I don't believe this to the extreme, but I believe this on certain cases, like a person who's who's a nerd in class and they grow up and they make good, really good grades, but they have bad social skills. A lot of times those people are making the good grades because they don't feel good enough to interact with other people. So they eventually those people can turn in on themselves just like a bully. You know, a, a lot of times bullies bully people because they've been bullied. And it goes back to the old saying, hurt people hurt people. They don't feel that they can do anything good outside of that. You know, so relating to my point of depression. Another person, um, my friend Valencia, she said depression and suicidal thoughts are real and not really talked about too much. My friend Melissa Orban said depression is a state of mind, a thought tied with emotion. And the more we think of sadness, the more it consumes our minds. However, we can get out of it by closing our eyes and focusing on our happy place. So I guess she was she was mentioning meditating, praying, whatever your spiritual beliefs is, which I think does help. My Facebook friend, Chris, Chris said financial issues compounded with the unknown of what going on are for sure triggers of depression and suicide. I'm always gleeful and joking, but it's more difficult lately to be positive as I have been in the past. So I think his point is um, dealing with financial issues, which I does. I do think uh, not having enough money or being financially um, illiterate or down or, or not having enough of that so you can provide for yourself. I think that plays a huge part in being depressed and having suicidal thoughts. My friend Sharon Glass says, first of all, what kind of depression are you talking about? There's minor depression, aka short-term short-term depression, which occurs for instance when someone dies, gets divorced, best friend moves away. 
then there's clinical depression, which is a chemical imbalance in the brain and has nothing to do with one's circumstances. It's just often in genetics. Then there's bipolar depression, which is real. People that deal with clinical and bipolar depression are not victims of the doctor's lies. These people have dealt with this mental illness their whole lives, even as children. People that think that the clinical and bipolar depression are made up or just a matter of faith are extremely ignorant to a cancer in society. Clinical depression and bipolar depression are real and cerebral palsy and other brain issues can occur. Also, drug use can lead to the chemical imbalance that's born, that's, that, that increases it. People really need to educate themselves and learn more about depression and suicidal thoughts. The last person I asked, uh, Jesus Garcia, he said, depression is not a mental illness society labels people. So make so 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 pharmaceutical companies make profit off the placebo effect. People's issues stem from lack of spirituality, knowing one inner self. Depression is not an emotional environment of one's life, which plays a huge deal in psychological. Also, the world pushes pills to make money and they give us false information and therefore the depression comes. So as you see, guys, uh, depression is something that I guess we all deal with. We all struggle with at one point in time maybe not now maybe not today uh but during this time guys i want to make sure you guys are okay so i wanted to give you guys that encouragement and i wanted to you know like like i say this is authentic minds where we talk where the real seems to be uncommon because i feel like we live in a society where we, we a lot many of us have been living in a facade and that's why i wanted to come to you guys today and um, I also wanted to do a poem for you guys to end it off to uh, elaborate my feelings on my situation and try to help you guys with yours. So here we go. I said, I pray and sincerely hope while y'all on lockdown, your mind is in lockdown. I pray and hope while y'all may receive no sunlight from the outside that the news and fears of the COVID-19 is isn't your surround sound. A friend told me, he said, John, the reason depression is so prevalent is oxytocin in this time is out of whack. Like when you receive a hug or feel the need to be in physical contact, your oxytocin raises. As a result, that means in this pandemic, that means people's happiness has to shape shift. Like the state of depression has to be on the rise and happiness has to decrease. Kind of like when a person is having a great day at work and suddenly on their way home from work, they get pulled over by the police. You see, many people will take this time to complain about where the world is going wrong. I decided to take this time to change the narrative. Instead of me sulking in a virus, feeling sorry for myself, I think it's time to change the world of my character. I've been in that dark world where you feel ain't no hope left. I started holding myself accountable by actually walking into the light and taking actual measurable steps. I've been there. When my dad's wife said that this writing thing, this speaking thing I'm doing ain't worth my time when I was just blossoming my dreams and I couldn't fertilize and sprout before anyone's physical eyes. I took depression and transformed it into two published books in one year. The same son I helped give birth to in 2010 birthed another me in one year. In other words, I wanted to end it all, seclude my pain from the world's pain mm, until my son became the heroine and the syringe injected me with the way I could feel inside my veins. That's why I could never go back because I've been 
there where you want to end this life and never come back. So let's be clear. You don't have to experience this pain alone. We all need each other. Whoever gave you the idea that you aren't greater than what you think made you feel as though your thoughts weren't worth enough, made you feel as though your existence is a total problem. Now you internalize that and you feel like your life has hit rock bottom, especially during this time where human interaction is shut down. What I learned is the only human interaction you need sometimes is yourself and it's the opinions of how others feel is what you got to eventually shut down. This pandemic is not time to give up. It's time to see how strong you are when nothing in your life seems to lift up. When the world caved in on me, I had to use inner strength to lift up every thought that could force me to end it all. I'm not ashamed of my story. I'm just showing how this chapter of your life can be installed. This is the turnaround. The, when the villain inside yourself transforms into the hero, the memorial for the Twin Towers inside the land of Ground Zero. This is the day you make a promise to yourself, no matter what you experience. Time to clock in a whole new life. No comma, no question mark, just point blank period. Just because you lost your job doesn't mean you lost your passion. Just because a virus has spread globally doesn't mean the virus of you giving up has to run rampant. I'm that person, the one who turned depression and suicide into a person and proved I can open up his insides from the outside of his body like a surgeon. Scalpel his skin, just expose his heartbeats, pump blood through every person that feels like their life is in defeat. I'm not your pastor. I'm not your motivational speaker. I'm just showing you how depression and suicide won't actually beat you i'm not it's not time to exclude ourselves from the world it's time to become authentic stop living inside the fear so we eventually don't diminish use this time to show yourself so that you can overcome your pain remember depression and suicide is real but the freedom of it the freedom from it will promote you a new name not the name of first and last but the name like freedom from your negative past the clock in has run out and especially now that we're living in a new recession run to your life a new happiness and thank yourself for this pandemic and proving to yourself that you can overcome any suicidal thoughts and depression. Hey guys, man. Hey, holla at your boy. You can email me at jfreemanoliver at gmail.com. I wanted to hop on the subject of uh, suicide and depression. You know, I, I hope you guys get through this. Uh, we all going to get through it. Man, I wish y'all the best. Holla.